In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Betches Media presents... The Betches Brides Podcast, a show for the wedding obsessed and the brides who are stressed. Because after all, it's only one day of your life. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Betches Brides. I'm your host, Nicole Pellegrino, and today I am very excited because we have a crowd favorite on, a personal favorite. You guys have all been missing her, as have I. So we said, Jordana, you got to come back on. Jordana Abraham. Well, I mean, oh, sorry, not Abraham. You changed. I, I, I'm kind of still Abraham. I'm not really sure. I'm anything. I thought I, <laughs> I have an identity crisis. I'm going by all of it. You can call me Jordana Abraham, Jordana Abraham Marinelli, Jordana Marinelli, just Jordana, you know, whatever. Perfect. But you did actually hyphenate, right? I did on Instagram, which I guess is, I feel like Instagram is more official than any paperwork because really people is. just assume that. But um, I don't know. I keep going back and forth. Like, you know, you know what? You know what? The legal, the back end is a bitch and a half. So don't even, I never did still probably won't so just instagram is the new is the new legal (laughs) so basically well i'm so happy to be back here with you you have been killing it as the solo uh bride's host and i'm so proud of you you've really like come into your podcasting own i love the episodes i love the guests um and i'm excited to be to be back just for for the day well, first of all, thank you. As always, you're too kind. And second of all, I'd be nothing without the audience. Okay. Oh my God. I thought you were going to say without me. <laughs> I, could, I could tell when I was saying it, you were getting like and in my head. Like, I was about moved. to be all humble. Like, oh my God. And you're like, oh, the, yeah, the audience is the real, is really who we owe it all to. No, but honestly, without learning from the podcasting best, you, you with you up and I think, if, who knows, maybe you're launching exciting things in the future. Who knows? Um, Stay tuned. Yes. But for today, we really just want to hear about the big the big trip, the honeymoon. You were sipping tea on mountaintops. <laughs> I, and you did a good job of actually enjoying your honeymoon, I feel like, and not just like posting on social the entire time. So I do have a lot of questions, as does our audience. Um, so yeah, first of all, just before we get into like the nitty gritty, was it the best trip ever? It was incredible. It was definitely like a trip of a lifetime, extremely memorable, very far, very, uh, I feel like it was, it was really cool to have those two weeks with, um, you know, just the two of us just doing really cool, amazing things every day and seeing a whole different part of the world, different culture, and it definitely like you know it bonds you i really i get i get um mm-hmm. that aspect of it but it's funny you know i was actually i was talking about this on you up too where um there's this sense of like you shouldn't disturb a honeymoon couple oh. and i and the one hand it's good because like you know when you're on vacation no one from work should be like messaging you or anything like that but on the other hand i'm kind of like if you think about 
it doesn't really make any sense now for the modern world because in the modern world, most couples live together and have been with each other for like years and years before they get married. And so this is like just a big, cool trip that they're taking. But like in the 1950s, when it was like you, you know what I mean? Or like before that, even where you were like, just kind of like just getting to know each other. You've never lived together before. Like this was your chance to like really get to know the person you just married uh, and probably have sex for the first time Mm -hmm. also. So I do think there used to be this whole thing around like, don't disturb the couple on their honeymoon. And now I'm kind of like, yeah, like you can text me like my friends can text me (laughs) i that's so true because it's literally like historical times that the arranged marriages like you were just meeting on the wedding day and then following day you'd go on the honeymoon and that's why we didn't want to disturb the couple now it's like like did you feel like two weeks was almost too long in a way uh yeah definitely i mean like it's it's funny i every part of it was incredible it wasn't like oh like i didn't like this part it was too long we could have cut it it's more like i think we talked about this with yours too it's like by the end of the trip you're like i don't even appreciate this really nice dinner that we're having because we just had 10 nice dinners before this and like every meal is so great that you're kind of almost like It'd be great to just like have like a piece of, of of like fish and some vegetables and like a meal that I make for myself and then like go back to this the next day. But you can't obviously do that. You feel like you need to take advantage of every right. single thing. And even like the alcohol, like towards the end, I'm like, I don't really even like want to drink, but I'm like here and like it's also included in like the right. price of this thing. So you're taking for granted the delicious, nice, like fine wine because you're like, well, I've had Just it for had the past it. couple nights. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But you know what I mean? Like, it's so like, I'm sure you feel this way, too, where it's like, if you've been having a really tough, like, or like busy work week, mm-hmm. you go out and have a drink, go to a nice dinner on a Friday, Saturday night, you're like, this feels so good. Like, I'm indulging in you this. It feels that. great. Yeah. Right. When you put it, but if you do, if you go out to dinner every night of the week, it's just not as exciting. So, right. but that doesn't, I mean, like, that's again an incredibly luxury first world issue to have. And I feel very, very grateful to have encountered right. it. But I definitely, on the other hand, see what you mean. And I mean, I, I, I also talked about this on You Up, where it's like, and you did, you worked with Over the Moon too to plan your trip. And so they we tell everyone. Yeah, they they were incredible. They tell everyone it's your honeymoon. So every ho and we've been we went to like four or five hotels. Every hotel we're at, they like bring you a cake, right? It's yep. like happy honeymoon, congratulations. They put the flowers in the bed. And like it's so sweet and so nice. But by like the third one, I was like to Mike, like I was like, Oh my God. They're like they're like the wait staff is like we have something for we have like a surprise for you. And I go, Oh my God, Mike, they're gonna give us a cake. Flower. We're gonna, I, I can't yeah. take it. I don't I can't handle it. Like we're gonna have to like we're like we're so full too. Right. And then like they watch you and like the, you, know, you have and I'm like, I'm like, eat it, eat it. He's like, No, you eat it. Like I don't want it. So we're like Um You're like, just eat the fucking cake, Mike. Yeah, we're like they're oh like God. watching us. Like someone yeah. someone has to eat this cake and like it's gonna be you. Yeah. Um, I I wish we got cake. We didn't get cake. We got like rose petals, which is still, I sound like such a little privileged, like I got amazing rose petals. No, but like rose petals to the champagne or or like the champagne. champagne. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. yeah. 
which no. is so again it's so so incredible i don't mean to sound like no, at all totally, ungrateful. totally no but i see what you mean like i think the best is when like it's different a little different at each one so it doesn't feel old or redundant but it's like like for ours it was like they made the napkins into swans on the bed yeah one. then it was like rose petals then it was like a, bo- a bucket of champagne so it felt a ni- like a nice little treat each time and it is your honeymoon so it's like yeah. so no it's up. sweet I'm just like an asshole, but like it's it's it is very very sweet, and you definitely they make they want every hotel the hospitality all the hotels we stayed at so incredible, and they want you to feel special, and they right. want you to like feel like it's a real honeymoon. So right, and at that point you've earned that because after you plan a wedding, you like I know we're like two weeks got to get back, but you do earn the full two weeks because you've planned a whole wedding. Exactly, um, and it's it's no small feat. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always afford the super high end stuff? I have a solution for you. Newly, Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. So Newly is a subscription clothing rental service for just $98 a month. You can get your choice of any six styles. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. There are no parameters. You get access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees. There's no late fees, no damage fees, no fees to pause or cancel. So no big deal if you like lose a button. Uh Oh, I spilled something on it. Or you just need to take a break. They have inclusive sizing all the way up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. You always have the option to buy what you love for sometimes up to 75% off. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now, you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code BRIDES20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's Newly with two U's and enter the code BRIDES20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com. Newly with two U's with code BRIDES20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So, okay, I need to just hear, like, I you do not have to go into as, you can go into as much little detail as you want, but just, like, can you walk us through the itinerary? Because I, I know there was Maldives, there was Sri Lanka, but, like, I need to hear all of it. Sure. So, um, okay, and this is, I'm going to start off with a big tip. So, I love it. Uh, first, our flight was from, uh, had a layover in Qatar and then went straight into Colombo, Sri Lanka, Sri Lanka. One thing I have to say that I really wanted to do that I made sure that I did that I highly recommend if everyone could do is we did fly fly business on the way there. And I didn't we didn't pay that much because like that's what I'm saying. Like what I would a tip that I have for the audience is like I was stalking this flight for like a long time Mm -hmm. and I knew they flew on American Airlines. And then I saw that like they were a certain number of points. Right. And then I waited 
And then I, I saw like there was a there was a promotion on American Airlines, which is Qatar Airlines is like they're they're connected. Mm-hmm. There was a promotion for like it was like a 40 percent discount if you bought points. So basically what I did was I was we bought like it was like 140,000 points to fly business on there and we bought it at a 40 percent discount. So it wound up only really costing us like a few hundred extra dollars each to fly business class Um this is blowing my mind. I did not know you could even buy points. There's like, de- uh, yeah, you can p- buy points regularly. Like you can always buy points, but like usually they're not that it's it's like doesn't make that much sense. But if you yeah. can get them on like sale or yeah. at a discount. And so, I mean, we also booked this like in the pandemic when like, the fl- you know what I mean? Like the flights right. were like, there was a lot of like ins and outs about the demand for the flight. Um, so we kind of, we really, I was really intense about like finding a deal and if you book, if you start looking far enough out and you're kind of patient, I do think that that really helps because we found this deal and we wound up paying like, I don't know, like, I, th- I, th- I think it was like a little over a thousand each for one way, but it was like the regular ticket would have been like 800. Same. Yeah. So, <gasps> and the difference in just like starting off that trip was just so incredible. It was like, because you're able to sleep because the, the seats go yeah. down like you're to fly, fly, bet. So you show up and you're like refreshed, and it just really starts off the trip on like a really amazing note. We did not fly uh, business back; we flew back economy, and like <laughs> you're kind of already tired, but like it's definitely hard to go back. I have to say, buzzkill on the way back. You're just yeah. like, damn it. But you're also kind of like, oh, like I'm just going back to like sleep. Like when you're going there, you want to arrive and be like ready to go. A tip for that is Mike and I had the flight attendants like working for us at one point. Like we would just go up to them and pester them in a nice kind way and be like, we're honeymooners. If there's an open row, can you please put us in it? Just the two of us. And sure enough, it worked like we had oh, wow. open that's row. Great. So that's the hack for the way back. Oh, that we should have done that. Well, we were like, we said something like that. And they were like, the flight is completely full. Like, and no. if there was, they, were basically, they didn't say this, but they were like, if there was an upgrade, you wouldn't be getting it. Like, <laughs> it's like the flight is completely full and like all the every seat is taken. Yeah. Um, so that didn't work on the way back for us. We're also not good at that, which is why I have to find the points <laughs> deals because I have no negotiating skills. I'm whatsoever. just annoying. It's not yeah. a skill. <laughs> no, it is a skill. If you're annoying in the right way and like, a, you're like annoying totally. in a cute way, probably probably to them like Charming. they're like oh it's there yeah char- yeah that's what that's what they call like annoying in a cute way is really charming yeah exactly. i would say yes <laughs> <laughs> okay so you did business class the that's amazing and i think yeah like again like your biggest tip for that just start or as soon as you know when you're going start stalking flights yeah and everyone has a friend who's like really good at points i have mm-hmm. i have one of my friend's husbands is like that and it's almost like a hobby for them like they get really excited if they can find the points hacks um so i would talk to that person and be like this is what i'm trying to do and they will actually like give you tips or in my case he kind of like did it for me he's like this is what you it's should amazing. do um, so if you have a friend like that who's very into the points game, we should get someone from you should get some the points guy the on points guy. the podcast to like give the listeners some hacks. Bingo. Um, Writing that down. We love him too. Yeah, he's great and like he definitely has like if you it's know really how to work the, if you know how to work the system, you can get really good flights at like a very reasonable price and deal and I mean, it's a whole thing. Anyway, um so we get to Sri Lanka and we had like a day to to kind of like chill and like collect ourselves at uh, 
this hotel. And then we went to the tea trails, which were, it's like a five hour drive, but it was cool because we had to drive by like a guided tour and we would drive through like the cities and you'd learn a lot about the culture and you'd learn a lot about like just the way people live there, which is so different so far around the world. Also, are you guys big tea fans before this? Were you? I, we dabbled in tea. We weren't like so <laughs> intense about tea, but it was like very cool, almost like as a cultural thing yes. to experience. And it's almost like a lot of their culture is like has elements of like British, mm-hmm. British stuff in it because like they were colonized by the British for so long, only up until like 1948. Mm-hmm. So they have a lot of like, um, remnants from being colonized which is like a little messed up but like i'm you a can huge also... tea fan so when i was seeing that i was like bitch because oh that it looked so good it just like oh i i, I love tea i literally I, always have it amazing me. i'm bringing some into the office um yes. next week I, we bought some i'm gonna bring it in it's really really good tea and i mean if you're a tea enthusiast you're gonna love it tea i enthusiast. i was like i bought it for the office and then i was like i've been for some reason procrastinating bringing it in because i'm like am i gonna seem like such a loser that i brought everyone back like tea like everyone's not gonna, at all everyone's gonna be like thanks for nothing um i don't know but if, it's good to hear that you're into tea because i will make Best sure thing you could give me you really? get to try okay so you did the trails five hour mm-hmm. drive and this is all stuff over the moon booked for you right yes over the moon incredible i've never had it we worked with a travel agent before i'm usually pretty intense about booking my own trips but for this because i obviously don't know anything about sri lanka i was like right happy to have her um really like take the lead and plan it. And they're so helpful. And honestly, like it made everything so much more relaxing to not have to worry about like, did I confirm this oh, yeah. thing? Does that thing connected? Like the, the company just had everything down from like start to finish. Mm-hmm. And that was really incredible. Um, and I have to say they really helped like right off the bat. So we, you needed to fill out like a health declaration form um, yeah. to get into Sri Lanka. Make sure you guys look into that for your honeymoons. My sister tried to go to Turks and Caicos and they missed their flight because they got to the airport and they were like, where's your your declaration form? Didn't have it. Literally had to like get a flight for the next day. But yeah, I mean, that's a thing that people overlook. 100%. So like I had for Sri Lanka, like I had tried to fill out this form online like the night before and it wasn't working. So I was like, okay, whatever. I'll just go to the airport and fill it out there. So we go to there. We're like, had to check our bags and they're like um you need the form and i was like well the we don't have it because the website wasn't working well they're like we'll do it now and then the website continuously was not working and so i emailed the travel agent and i was telling her this thing and she was like send me a picture of like your passport and your vaccine card and like she just did the whole thing for us and she was like so like it was like late at night too she was like so easygoing and chill and relaxed about it and she just made the whole part like she was very much like you have nothing to worry about like she's got so many different you know what i mean like she's got our back she's got all the different um that's amazing things covered and it's just nice to know that someone is uh like making sure your trip is executed smoothly so you can just relax and enjoy it and not have to be like where's the car um so that was great. The tea trails were awesome. Um, very remote, very incredible. In, in Sri Lanka, the service is like incredible. Like you have the staff re- to to guest ratio was like five to one. There was like Amazing. a butler and there's people all around you just making sure everything's great. And the food is incredible. And like you can just tell they like really, really want you to have an amazing time. Mm-hmm. So we stayed there for... Um, 
I think three nights, um, which was great. Really, I mean, you could see the mountaintop views and like the pools yeah. and just everything was like Go so. Go to Jordana's Instagram. We'll share some photos too. It just looked gorgeous. Thank you. Yeah, it was incredible. Really, really beautiful. And then we drove to Yala National Park for like a, a couple of days of safari, which was very fun. I'm sure it was very different than the... I, I, we were thinking the whole time, like, what would it be like to go to an African safari? Like, how is it different? Um, but that was cool. We saw leopards. We saw elephants. We saw, like, very cool the animals. We did two days of that. Did they tell you that's the big five? We didn't see lions. Is lions in the big five? Yeah, but whatever. Oh, Leopard I don't think is they're... rare. Leopards very rare for Africa. Apparently in Sri Lanka, like, they have the most leopard to... All right like whatever ratio they have like the highest per per square foot ratio of like leopards or something i don't know did you was your safari experience like like planned out like meals and stuff like ours was almost like a summer camp like you had lunch at this time but but in the best way possible i don't know how to explain it I'm i don't it think sound like rigid but i don't think the safari experience was as intense in sri lanka as it gotcha. would be in africa like it was more like there's a morning drive and an evening drive and you can do whatever you want like in between those gotcha basically okay. we had that so, too but we still like we had to be escorted on the lodge because you couldn't really like roam after dark by yourself i don't know i'm making oh, they it said sound that very too. intense okay no they did say that too they were like don't walk because there, there could be like an elephant or an animal that could like attack or something okay so you got the ex safari experience that's amazing yeah it was just like i think it was like probably a bigger hotel like there was right i i imagine again i haven't been i can't fully compare them because i haven't been on an african safari but i imagine it's more like immersive mm -hmm. in um in the African experience, but this was still really cool. We really enjoyed it. We got to see some cool stuff um, and we had a great massage and the rooms were very cool because they were almost like these like pods, like yes. they were like tented. It's called okay. Wild Coast Tented Lodge and like each of the room are their own like almost cocoon, but they're really like beautiful and like elegant and like elevated. Like it feels like a little villa. Yeah, <laughs> they were very cool. Um, and the whole, just the whole property was really, really beautiful. Okay. Um, so we did that. And then that was most, basically what we did in Sri Lanka. Then we went to the Maldives. We took a flight from Sri Lanka to the Maldives. It was only like an hour and a half away. Okay. Um, and then we took a seaplane from the, from the Maldives airport to our hotel, which is cool because every, ho every hotel is like their own island. Was the seaplane scary? I don't like I don't have fear Mike and I are pretty good with that we don't get like scared of I mean as you could see from our last part of our trip <laughs> but like I didn't think it was scary but like the guy behind us was definitely like freaking out a little bit so I if you're not one who likes that kind of thing I can see you be it's definitely a very small plane mm -hmm. I thought it was fun and like cool but some if you're have a fear of flying it might not be for you but yeah. People I like do it. it. A lot of people yeah. go to the Maldives. It's like you gotta get there somehow. Well, they have they have certain hotels where you could take a boat. Mm, okay, okay. So maybe for the sea depends plane, how far they are from. Fears. Okay. Yeah, I would jump on a seaplane. Fuck it. It was Anything. a cool. I like wanted to do the one that you had to take a seaplane to because I was like, I yeah. want to experience. I've never taken a seaplane before, and it was like cool to like be in a plane that lands on water. Yeah. 
Um, so we enjoyed that. And then you actually had to take a boat from the place because from like their sister resort to the hotel, but it was like 10 minutes. Gotcha. Um, and the okay, the Maldives part definitely felt the most like honeymoony of anything we'd done because it's super romantic. It's like adults only. The the hotel was really cool, really beautiful. Again, great food, great service. And it was like it was kind of like a beach vacation, but like a little bit more I would say there's more to do than in our typical vacation. You wouldn't think okay. so because it's own island. Yeah. So like our room is over water on like that was the one thing I wanted to make sure that we did. The overwater um, bungalow. Because the the water you're basically in the ocean like these islands are just like a little blip on top of the ocean so mm-hmm. i kind of really wanted to take advantage of the fact that we were like in this incredible extremely be- blue extremely beautiful totally um ocean and be on top and you could go snorkeling like every day like we were and it felt very private and just yeah. felt very very like luxurious did you jump in at night at all they were like don't do that because you could hit mm-hmm. the coral Okay, I'd be too scared of sea creatures, but the fact that you like could, if you feasibly wanted, to, like because they, you're I, right over. Yeah, like, they advise. I mean, it was it's it's sort of changed with like the tide, so sometimes it was like gotcha. deeper, and sometimes you could stand. Um, but it was just really amazing to just be on the water, like in the middle of the ocean. Mm-hmm. Just felt like such an incredible experience. This sounds like you were never bored, really, because you. I mean, you were moving locations, but. And even if like some people like to just relax at the beach, but you were like, it, well, first of all, you were over the water. So you weren't like laying on a towel the whole time on the sand. And then second of all, you this place had like lessons and things to do. Yeah. And you could like, I mean, just the just the like snorkeling and the like just being in the water, like that water right outside your room was very cool. We did windsurfing. Totally. We did like a dolphin cruise. We ate at this. They had the, the largest underwater restaurant. Yeah, in the world, which was sick. cool, because you got to like see all the fish while you mm-hmm. were like eating, and the food was just really, really good. Um, and that was like five days of just like real. You really got to relax, and yeah. you know, you have to do like a spa thing. Oh there, yeah, because it's your honeymoon. Every honeymoon, I said this, I think, on my episode. Every yes. honeymoon should have a spa experience of some sort. It makes because, it feel like a honeymoon, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it's like intimate, but also makes it feel like a honeymoon. Like you're not really, unless you are that couple who's getting like spa treatments together all the time. Like, you know, if I just go get like a facial or a massage, it's usually alone. But like a couple's thing is just fun for the honeymoon. Yeah, so. totally. Um, So we did that. That was five days. And then... Basically, this was so that was all we'd done with the travel agent. And then we had we were we booked our flight back. But there was a I was looking at flights and there was like a layover in Dubai. Um, And I was like to Mike, like, you've always wanted to see Dubai. Like, I'm kind of want to go to Dubai. Like, let's just let's book and let's like just because our flight we were coming back on a Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, So we were like, let's stay like the day. And mm-hmm. um, so we did like 36 hours in Dubai on our way back. Amazing. And Mike has always has, has really wanted to go skydiving. And I've always wanted to go skydiving. It's like on my bucket list. So. <gasps> well, you did it. I got convinced to go skydiving in Dubai, which I was so anxious and nervous about, but was really, really, really cool. And I'm so glad I did it. And I'm so glad I it's over. Um, like, I want to know what were you doing like what was your thought while you were up in the plane about to jump out because i've never been skydiving i know it's like kind of a common thing but i just get so fascinated when people have done it especially like in dubai i don't know yeah well that's mike had gone once before but he wanted apparently dubai is like one of the best places to do it because you get like 
the water view and the yeah. city view right next to each other. Um, I have to say, okay, so we're, when you're the scariest part is when you're in the plane and you're about to jump out yeah. and you're looking out and you're like the door is open and you see everything below you. And I remember I was like looking at Mike and I was like, why are we doing this? This is so <laughs> stupid. Like this doesn't make like we don't have to do this. Like this is so like why? Right. Why? There's no reason for us to be doing this. And I was like physically shaking. <laughs> and that's the scariest part, because once you jump, it's like very fun. That's what everyone says. I feel like I'd still be very scared as I'm jumping. No, once you're because also like they send you down with like a videographer and there's no yeah. and they're like smiling and happy and like they do it like 10 times a day. And right. to me, I'm I get I get more scared when I'm in control. Like I get much more scared. I don't know if you ski, but like mm-hmm. when I'm about to go down like a scary like black yeah. diamond, I'm like, if I if I ski into a tree like this is on me, like I'm in control. But right, here right. it's like there's someone you really you literally don't have to do anything you really don't even have to jump because they're behind you and they just kind of like jump for you right you just have to like lower there's your no head. way you can fuck it up like yeah and, and they there's a very 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 small slim close to nothing chance that they would fuck it up so you're pretty exactly because they do it like yeah 70 times a week so yeah. i felt i mean obviously there's always a chance that's kind of what makes it scary right. but um I felt at ease about that. And it was just like a very, I've always wanted to do it. And none of my friends have ever wanted to go with me. So um, that it. was really cool. And that was a fun, that's like a fun thing to do as a couple too, if you're, if you're both into it, because you that know, your adrenaline you. is like rush it. You're like <laughs> adrenaline rush. It's like kind of hot. Like it's like, yeah, I'd be, t- I was going to say, I'd be turned on from that. Like Mike, Mike like will not go. And I'm like, God damn it. Let's go. <laughs> like, I want to go. I'll convince him. Well, it was also the kind of thing where I was like, okay, like if we're going to have kids, um, we're not going to like be casually skydiving when there's like people who depend on us and like actual children. So we were like, let's, this is like our chance and then no more chances. And it's one of those things on the honeymoon that that's a story that you tell your future generations of kids and grandchildren. You need to do some little honeymoon things like that, that you can be like, yeah, me and your dad on the honeymoon skydived in Dubai. I don't know. No, it felt cool to be like, I did something that I was really terrified about and I did it anyway. And that's kind of like almost part of the thrill is like, I did something that was really scary and yeah. I was scared and then I did like it anyway. Confidence. I love it. Totally. I'm here for it. Okay. This trip sounds amazing. Um, what was your favorite part of the whole thing? It's fun. It's, I mean, it's so hard to say because every part of the trip was so different from the other parts. Like Sri Lanka was amazing in terms of like seeing, getting to see the culture and like we loved the trying the food. The food was so amazing and like mm-hmm. just so different from what you see, what it feels like to be here in New York. And then Maldives was extremely relaxing and like really beautiful, just like the everywhere you look, like this incredible water and these incredible views and dolphins. It just feels like amazing. And then Dubai yeah. was like the skydiving was very cool. We had dinner in the Burj Khalifa, which if you're going to Dubai on a honeymoon, this is another tip. It costs like forty five dollars to go to the top of the Burj Khalifa. But mm-hmm. if you make a dinner reservation at the restaurant inside of it, it's called Atmosphere. Um. You have to, there's like a minimum for dinner, but then you don't have to wait on any of the lines and you have dinner inside of it and there's no crowds. I think it's like definitely the way to go. It's like a little bit more expensive, obviously, than just a ticket to the top, but you're on the 125th floor and I thought it was like a way better experience than like just going up with huge crowds and you get dinner and you get to have dinner in the tallest building in the world. So, so cool. 
Oh, it's the tallest in the world? In the world, yeah. (gasps) All right, that's it. I need to get get out. (laughs) Get to Dubai. Okay, so cool. So what was your favorite? You don't know? I don't know. It was all so different. I mean, the skydiving is definitely extremely memorable. But um, all of it, I don't think, I think that all we needed it all to yeah. like fully complete the trip. It all each other. Okay. Oh, one more thing. Apparently on Emirates, which we flew back, we flew back on Emirates, um, they needed a PCR test to get back into the United States while mm. most airlines only need a rapid. So that kind of threw us for a loop because we had to like get a last minute yeah. PCR. So I would just triple check all of that stuff no matter where you're going. Another reason, sorry, I swear over the moon is not paying us, but another reason why like having them for this just helped ensure everything runs smoothly because they kind of knew those things, at least for us. And yeah. I don't know. And like I, even the hotels that they put us at, like did you find your PCR through your hotel? Yes. I yeah. mean – they were all the they had all, they arranged and they arranged the whole thing. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's just again, it just takes it takes all the stress out of the planning process and even while you're there, like the executing process. Right. So that you can really enjoy the trip. And I mean, as far as I know, um, you don't have to pay to use the service. They get commissions from like the places that they book Correct. you at. Yeah, yeah. Like they work with certain hotels and stuff. Um did you was there a part of the trip that you would have done differently? Like for us, it was like we would have gone to um Hermanus first before the safari, just because that made more sense. We found out. Like, was there anything like that or anything big or small that you would have changed? I don't know. I really thought about the order very intensely because I wanted to do like the adventure stuff and then the relaxation. I might have gone if I could have done anything differently, I might have gone a month earlier than I did. We went four months after our wedding, and I think three it would have been more of the sweet spot, to be Are honest. Are you glad you didn't go right after the wedding? Yeah, because I think it was nice to have something to look forward to. And again, I if, if we're thinking about like incredible things and spacing them out, which is what we just talked about with like the dinners, mm-hmm. like, you know what I mean? Your whole wedding is like an incredible thing. And especially for us, because we had a destination wedding where right. we got married in the Caribbean like to do that and then this right after would have just been I don't think I would have appreciated it it as much if we did it right after but I do think four months was a little long I would have stuck to like three so it would have felt a little bit closer to the wedding and also Mm -hmm. I think February is just like a colder shittier time in New York to get out of it yeah for no but that's a good point you kind of you still want it to feel like the honeymoon and not like a random like trip not that this at all it constitutes as a random trip, but yeah. you still want it to feel as part there's a little more excitement. I think yeah. for the two of you, the closer you do it, but I do, th- I do, st- I think what you did was probably almost ideal, where you yeah. did it like a, like month a month out. Yeah, I would say one to three months is like mm-hmm. is the sweet spot. It's nice because then you have a minute to recover financially after the wedding, like mm-hmm. maybe save and plan a couple last minute things for the honeymoon, and then. You have like mentally, you just have a minute to like, you can go back to work, like make sure work's all good for you. Because chances are, especially with the destination wedding, like even if it's not a destination wedding, you're taking off a couple days around your actual wedding. So uh, for people that like do that little 
if quote unquote vacation and then go straight into a two week honeymoon. I just I I feel like work would like forget who I am literally. Like, (laughs) yeah, I think a month or so. I'm thinking like a month or two months is like the move. Also, and I mean like I don't know if this is like technically appropriate to say, but like (laughs) you work so hard for your wedding body, and it would be nice to use it for the honeymoon. (laughs) No, that's a good point. (laughs) Do you know what I I mean? mean, Overall, like like, (laughs) overall, just like the the wedding glow up. That's a good point. Like you're. Right. Like, while I was like, still I, in my extensions mode. were out by the time I went on the honeymoon. I felt like, I mean, that's, that's like mail. a silly reason. It's a silly yeah. reason if you like look at it objectively. But I just remember being like, I kind of wish I did it a little closer to like when I was like all glowed up yeah. um, for this thing because I could have brought that energy, that like super confident energy of like my extensions and my skincare yeah. and like all of that into the honeymoon. And I, I, no, that I, I did felt was like a little lacking. Listen, I love that you said that because it's honest and it's such a good point. It's truly like, you know, we talk all about pre-wedding skincare, ha- like hair and like, yes, while, you know, you can make those stuffs matter to you as much or as little as you want. And it's not everything. Trust me, <laughs> the whole wedding, like the, the crux of the wedding is, of course, that you're marrying the love of your life. But like, yeah, you are on your wedding glow up. Why not? Like, yeah. The, yeah. It feels so. really good to go into that trip, I think. And again, not that I went through, like, went into it like not confident at all or like feeling bad about myself, but I think it really helps like the attitude and the mindset of the trip to go in being like, I'm like really feeling myself. Like, yes. do you know what I mean? And you're kind of still like romantic from the wedding. I feel it's like, like sex. It's like supposed to be a sexy trip. There's yes. a little more pressure on it, you yep. know? Yeah, that's why it's like don't do it too far because you still want to be in that um, newlywed stage, if you will, like while you're going on this trip. That said, tough question. Did you and Mike fight at all like when things got stressful traveling to location to location or anything like that? Um, I really don't think it was stressful. So like, again, thanks to Over the Moon for uh, helping us avoid those fights. But I did get into a, a small tiff. I wouldn't even call it a fight with him about... Yeah, fight's extreme. Sort of... <laughs> And I talked about this on You Up also, or sort of in relation to that feeling of confidence where like we got there and I was feeling kind of gross, just like myself, like having like eaten all this like, you know, you're like a plain food and you're out of your routine and you're yeah. just not feeling like the hottest version of yourself. And he like took these pictures of me that I just like didn't like. <laughs> and I think I was like starting to take it out on him that I was feeling very like I was just feeling like insecure, like I didn't feel as good. And again, this is mostly mental. I think I look exact probably look like very similar to the outside eye but I think I was just feeling like not I wasn't into myself and I was almost like about to start a fight with him and then I caught myself and I like asked myself why I was reacting like this and I was realizing it was much more about me and it had nothing to do with him but I was kind of like trying to take it out on him so I reeled it in and he actually I I mentioned this fight like this was at the beginning and I mentioned this thing to him at the end and he like didn't even remember it so I don't even think that he like registered that I was about to start something with him that's (laughs) like it was a fight in my own I know it was like a fight in my own head that he could not did not care about um that's so smart that you had that awareness to do, though, because had you started the fight, like whatever, or the fight, we keep saying fight's so extreme. Had tiff, you started yeah. the tiff or disagreement, you like whatever, it would have been fine. You would have gotten over it eventually. But that's not something that like your wedding day, you don't want to look back on your honeymoon and kind of be like, oh, 
we fought. We were fighting. Yeah. Yeah. And I think a lot of that is also, again, it was related to like the the kind of sluggish feeling and also just like your sleep is all out of whack because you're on several different time zones. Mm. And I think your sleep really affects your mood, which is another reason I think if you can swing it on a point steal to get like a business class situation, I actually do think it makes a difference because the more you can sleep and sort of feel like adjusted, the better, the the overall better the experience is going to be. Totally. I think that's a really good tip. And also like, don't be afraid to take, like, yes, you want to use the most out of each and every day and plan a jam-packed itinerary, but you know yourselves. So it's like if you need that buffer day to just like kind of settle in and get settled, like you're on a different time. So do that. Like I recommend planning a buffer day when you first get there. Yes. Unless you're like superhumans and can just fucking keep going. 100%. Um, Okay. We had so many questions, but I guess just like last couple ones from our from our audience. Is there anything that you packed that you were like, hell yes, I'm so glad I packed this? Um, sunscreen. Okay. Like, very very oh, safe. A lot of sunscreen, like extra sunscreen. Oh, bug spray for Sri Lanka. Um, oh. Even though they gave us a lot in the hotels, there's definitely like a little buggy and that can really ruin your experience if you're not prepared. Because if you're all like bitten up, that kind of like affects your whole um day but yeah i don't know like even we talked about this for yours where it's like you want like a little like uh well that's uh, the thing everyone was like bring bug spray for south africa you'll need it so badly and i swear i did not get bit once and when we were there like the hotels that we stayed at all kind of had everything or there was a store nearby in cape town where we could quickly run like when i got sick who knows why um so it was like everything we needed was there i guess like i'll be prepared and i I wish i brought like an extra adapter like we we brought like one or two too few and then we were like sharing them which was kind of annoying so Mm -hmm. i would just say stock up on uh i'm sure you guys also all have friends who can just lend you one for your trip like the universal adapter is that's actually a little little gift for somebody who's oh yeah that's so cute you know like a little adapter. Oh, I would also say to consolidate like luggage if you can. Like, mm-hmm. you know, everyone, you want to pack a million things and I get that. But also like if you could, even let's say even if you have a big bag and then a carry on to make sure the destination, like to make sure that the destination that you're going to, like all the stuff is in your carry on. So you're not dealing with like, especially if you're going to many different hotels, it's just nice to have everything you need for one leg of the trip in one bag. So you're not opening like 15 different bags. Oh, smart. Uh, pack. Yes, smart. I didn't think about that. Because that is one thing when you're jumping around a lot. I remember like Mike and I were like, okay, let's put aside time because we have to pack up our stuff because we that's going to take a minute because we kept on packing. Yeah. And I think anything you can do to like cut that down is helpful. Yeah, for sure. Okay, this episode was filled with literally so many helpful hacks, tips, tricks. We all want to book this trip now with all of your tips. Is there any last big advice that you'd say to couples who want to be enjoying their honeymoon? I feel like uh, we gave a lot of those tips along the way. One thing I'm also really quick that we didn't cover that I think was helpful was I did leave my engagement ring at home. I think Mm. I saw a lot of some questions about that. And 
I just felt like relaxed knowing that was one less thing I had to worry about. Was it getting dirty? Was it going to get stolen potentially? Like it was, yeah. I was, I brought my wedding ring, not my That's engagement right. ring. So like the wedding ring is like, everyone knows you're married. You're on your, your honeymoon. But I felt good knowing my ring was safe at home and I didn't have to worry about her. It's like leaving your, your child at home. thought on people, because people say, oh, just like buy one from Amazon and wear it. But that, what's your thought on that? Because I feel like that defeats the purpose. Because the whole, like, I don't know. Some people say you don't want to wear a big engagement ring because you don't want to attract unwanted attention on the streets of wherever you are. Like, but then it's like, if it's a fake diamond that looks like a real one, then aren't you still attracted? Yeah. To me, I was just like, why not just wear your wedding band? Yeah. Simple. Because like, the, I mean, my wedding band isn't like anything crazy. Um, right. And so I'm kind of like, it reminds me why I'm here. I'm here because I'm married. And I, so I have something there. But it's also like not as expensive as my engagement ring. And I can feel like a little less anxious about where it is at all times. Totally. And you just keep it on the whole time. You don't have to take it off and on. Yeah, exactly. Wedding band all the way. That's exactly what I did. And it was, it made sense. Did I miss my ring? Yes. A I little did bit. A ton, yeah. But when you're, especially when you're at like a nice dinner or something, you're like, yeah. I miss. But also, like, are, weren't there a lot of times when you're like, oh, I'm, I don't even have to think about where it is or what I'm doing yes. with it or like, yeah. And when I travel, I don't love taking off and on jewelry. So, like, I just kept that my too. little wedding band on the whole time, was able to especially shark dive like, with it, all that stuff. Totally. And then I'm also like, oh, I'm constantly applying like suntan lotion. I don't want to get this all over the oh, ring yeah. and then be like taking it off and on. It's just like, it's actually kind of annoying. So I was happy that I could just like apply my things and not have to worry about where yeah. the ring was. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Jordana. We honestly need to have you back on to help answer emails because the whole audience, including me, misses you and your advice and your tips and just your overall mentality. So um, thank Thank you, you, Nicole. It's been so great to be back. You're killing it. I'm so proud of you and this community that you are helping every single day. And um, yeah, I'll be uh, hopefully I will be back soon. Thank you. And everybody knows where to find you, basically. But for the new 2022 listeners that just started listening, welcome. Where can we find Jordana and all of the things you do? You can find me at Jordana Abraham on Instagram. You can find me on the You Up podcast um, or at the At Betches podcast. And um, there might be another one coming to you soon. So you guys will see. All right. Till death do us part. The Betches Brides podcast is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Jorge Morales Pico. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow us at Betches Brides and send us your emails to brides at betches.com. Betches.